Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 40 of Idiots on a Mic. We had a lot to talk about this week. Had a new guest on, new friend of the show, Tony Locke. Thank you for coming on. Ton of conversation, fantastic conversation, deep conversation, which isn't something we normally get into. So we went ahead and split this episode up into two separate parts. So let's get right into part one. Cheers. No, I don't have those assigned. Not this time. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We are back for a massive episode forty of Idiots on a Mic. Rod is not with us today. He's uh, he's going to be an early bird and get that worm tomorrow morning. So he he had to. Man, he's probably asleep already. I just got off the phone with him like ten minutes ago. We're going to roll our manager, Mister Sweat himself, is with us in his place. Um, going to help us introduce our guest. He's wrapping some things up, so we'll get him on once he's ready. Uh, so your, your, what did you call him? Brother, nephew, uh, Tony's going to be on with us today. Uh, I, I, I gotta be honest with you, man. His, his resume is way too fine for the show that we're about to (laughs) seemingly disgrace his presence with but i'm glad he's he agreed to come on and 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 hopefully he might be watching the first five minutes see how it goes and then deciding from there if he wants to to be a part of it or not but that um, might be it that might be it uh, i'm super excited so he's he's got some afl experience he played at osu so huge fan base for him in in the area that we're going to be recording from he's working in the medical field now out in, in los angeles um so, so we're going to kind of ask a few questions about that. However, we're going to do what we always do. We got some goofy ass questions coming his way. Once, once we can get him on, get him rolling. Uh, so Mr. Mr. Sweat, there's, you painted yes, a target yes, on your, you painted a target on your back. We put in that two hour episode last time we had you on. Tommy has been gunning for you ever since. I don't um, think you can get it, man. I really don't. I don't think so either. I don't, I don't think, think so, so either. We got, we got something big in the works, and if he's willing to carve out a large chunk of time, then maybe, then maybe. We'll let him have that. I might <laughs> let him have that. He's, he's, he's a little bit younger than me. He can stay up longer. Yeah, I forgot. You got your AARP naps. You got to squeeze Whoa. in throughout the day. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on, Maddie. Hold on. What are you doing to me? That's. That's why I'm drinking these Heineken 0.0s on a on a Thursday Wednesday night. You can't drink during the week beer and bourbon, so I have to choose one or the other. But I like the taste of beer, and I'd rather have the bourbon. <laughs> so, so for what we're what we're trying to work on going forward here um, during the summertime at some point. It's going to be a you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning kind of mentality is what we're going for <laughs> for, for a good cause. Hopefully uh, we'll, we'll have to iron out some of those details. But but uh, long gone are the days of drinking all day. Is that what you're saying? Uh, well, let's just put it this way. If I drink during the day, don't depend on me to do anything. <laughs> not going to happen. It's just not a, gonna, I'm going to tell you that right now. That's a fantastic point. I, I think, uh, especially in the summertime in the heat, I'm out, man. I'm out. Not, not a chance. Not a chance. I, 
see now i've i've been on trips with you both for work and for fun oh. and it, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay i'm listening i know for a fact uh one one thing is for certain if you're drinking all day even if you're out in the sun you ain't working so oh is that what we're doing now <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. i tried to get you to take a picture of me up on the roof uh, both in Minneapolis and in Cleveland, but you would not take yeah. a picture of me working. You only let me take pictures of you. <laughs> now that's wrong. that's right. That's right. That's wrong. That's, <laughs> that's exactly what happened. I was like, uh, "Yeah, you want to get this real quick? People won't believe me." And then it was your turn. Yeah, and you were actually doing the the bulk of the work, if we're being honest, right? No, let's not be. Let's be honest. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, hey, you can't. You gotta admit, I was I was of some help, right? A absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, finding the stairwell seemed to be your area of expertise. Uh, <laughs> I, if I recall right, if I recall right, you oh, dog's making his entrance. Dog, yeah, entrance. yeah. If I recall right, you're the one who made us walk all the way down the other end of the hallway. But moving on. No problem. I can handle that. Uh, so what's what's Maddie drinking this evening? Uh, well, we've got the old faithful here in the Yeti koozie, by the way. I always okay. expect All a right. long show when I got you on. We got a lot of good things to talk about. So I got the lattes in there. Okay. Um, okay. The Boucher latte. I, I still got my youth and a little rot gut beer. Never hurt anybody. So right. Right. So Except the lattes, old guys. I yeah, I do also have. Now this isn't two stacks in a can, which we will talk about here in a second. Uh, however, this is what we got when we were in Minneapolis. I got my, uh, I got my Long Branch here, two stacks. In a can. So, so we get done. We get done with our our work, right? Because we put it, we put it in. <laughs> we put in our work early. We get it done. We get out. And we're we're on our way back to the hotel. We got some time to kill. Why don't we go do something nice? Which, by the way, we ended up uh, right at the airport. Was our hotel, which was an abs which was a convenience. I tell you what. <laughs> um, so we swing in. There's a liquor store not too far away, and you know we're kind of scoping some things out, seeing what Minneapolis has to offer, and. Lo and behold, so we we like to talk about Matthew McConaughey every now and then on the show. Had to go with the Wild Turkey Long Branch. Got to say, I'm okay. not disappointed. I'm not disappointed. Really? Very good. Now, that's Wild Turkey Long Branch. Yes, I think so. Now you're going to make me second guess it. Wild Turkey something or other, and it's good. <laughs> Are you sure it's not the 101? It's not the 101. It's not the 101. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm just checking. I just want to be sure. I should have had the bottle up here for just for my sake, honestly, because I'm a very forgetful person. Well, I am tonight. I am sipping on the I'm finishing up a bottle of Woodford double oaked Woodford reserve double oak. Ooh. I had this the other night. I was drinking this the other night uh, while I was cooking on the grill. Um, this really suits my palate it is, and all the bourbons that I own. I like this as a daily drinker. It's a good sipper. So okay. if you haven't had it yet, Woodford Double Oak. Give that a try. Woodford Double Oak. Woodford Double Oak. Woodford Double Oak. Now, now, is there – you got people over 
you had a little social event going on. What's the bourbon for that occasion? Are you still going, still going with the Woodford? No, I'm going with. <laughs> I'm not bringing that that out. I'm to get that out. cheap Nostrum. shit out here. You guys can sip on the <laughs> on the peasant stuff. <laughs> I'm bringing out some Knob Creek, probably. Uh, New okay. Riff, the distillery, the distillery from down there in Cincinnati, Cincinnati, uh, Kentucky area. We okay. actually have equipment on that very small piece of equipment on that. Um, their tower there. Uh, so I'm doing something like that. Either Knob Creek, okay. uh, Basil Hayden is another one. It's nicely priced for a crowd. Okay. And then I'm going to make some, oh, probably going to make some Manhattans too. Manhattans and uh, and uh, 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 some other foo-foo drinks for, for the ladies. <laughs> yeah, for probably the ladies. get in trouble uh, for that. Yeah. I'm going to get in trouble for that, but all right, you know. Yeah, yeah, uh... Especially in a world of of cancel culture, uh, yeah, 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 the tread lightly mentality is always in the back of your mind. But we're here to have a good time. We're not going to pick on anybody. But no, 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 no. I, and that's not that's just not what we do. We pick on each other. Uh, we did pick it on each other plenty, a lot. Plenty of that, <laughs> right? So, 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 so tell me, you you said Rod. AKA Nick is mm-hmm. is working a new job, right? Is that correct? That is correct. Uh, okay. Somewhat new. Same company, right. different position. So you don't feel that he's he's probably going to bed right now? Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I think he's probably stuffing his face with something. And uh and oh stuffing his face with something real quick and then calling it a Oops. night. You have been so <laughs> oops that's all i can say is oops so 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 we can talk about rod all night then I, absolutely absolutely he might catch maybe 10 minutes of the show he chimed in last time he had to jump off of here i don't even know if you remember that from last time um so i i would expect some comment at, at any given point however um it will likely be uncreative it will likely be uh, something he pulled right off the internet. If I had to guess, For sure. it will, something it will that, definitely something be somebody, something that somebody yeah. told him or got him with, you know, he's going to try to get yeah. you back. That. Exactly. Exactly. And, and when pressed about it, he will, he will uh, act as if it is his own. So that's something we're going to have to probably deal with. We'll catch one of those jabs when they come in, but we'll go ahead and blow right by him and give him a few knockout blows. Uh, if that comes to terms. So, so where's your old man tonight? I, I don't see him chiming in yet. Is he, is he well, in town? I'm glad, I'm glad you say that. There he is. He is. There at he, home. is. Uh, he, he was just in Bristol with his, his friends last weekend, which is nothing but getting sauced and watching uh, cars driving a circle for hours and hours, which not a race man, are you? I, I used to be, but 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 uh, <laughs> what I, to them, I will definitely go on those trips if invited simply for the comedic alcohol content that takes place. I believe the intention is to make one person throw up per year 
Okay. Doesn't sound like right, that, right. doesn't sound like that took place this year, but I got some things to uh, prepare for. We got actually while while we're on the subject of, of you know picking on Rod, Rod's bachelor party is next weekend. Okay. So I may be looking for a replacement co-host because we may have killed Rod by the end of of his bachelor party. Got you. Got it, you. Keeping a real low profile, renting a cabin, and getting boozed up. Plain and simple. But this, this sounds like a great time to me. Um, so you're telling me you, your 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 father hasn't invited you to Bristol yet? Well, I'm not going to say that because he he has, and I'll get my ass chewed tomorrow if I te- if I tell the people he hasn't. Even even I had an invite. Um, oh, no, wow. he never, he's, he's never <laughs> invited me. None of them have ever invited me. Um, but that's okay. That's okay. I, I, you know, I don't, I'm not hurt by it or nothing. <laughs> Doesn't bother me at all. I know all the guys that go. So, but I've never wow. been invited. Huh? That uh, was interesting. So, Weird. So, so listen, before, before Tony comes on, I've prepped you with a lot of stuff. Are yes. You ready for yes. It? I, so I actually, I'm glad you say that. I don't have a second monitor. However, my, my TV above me acts as my second monitor. Okay. I have, I have this, this profound resume sitting just above me. And it, I mean, even if it wasn't physically above me, his accomplishments in comparison to mine are far above some of the things that I've, I've done. And I, feel like I haven't I just, done anything in life. I, uh, I just want to, now we're going to put him, we're going to put him on the spot a little bit before he comes on. So I want to show something that you actually sent me earlier. If we can do that. Um, so, so can you, can, can we spot him? Can we spot him? This is the gentleman in the white coat, correct? White coat. That's correct. That's correct. That is him. That is him. Now, now, it, was the Locke family just in general just endowed with fantastic looks? This this guy's uh, he's in here in catalogs. He's. I tell you, I I tell you this much. Um, a lot of black people say uh, my family has Indian in it. <laughs> they like to claim American <laughs> Native American Indian. But, okay, but really, okay. on my mom's side. <laughs> My grandfather on my mom's side was a pure red uh, American Indian. As far as I've been told, I could be lying. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, on both sides, on the Locke side and the Adams side of his family, very, very good looking people on both sides of the family. So he he got it. Honestly, he really did. Um, uh, what? Mike, come on, man. Come on, look at look at, the, like look at the family. Yeah, look He's at the like family that. you built. Look at your good good looking kids. Come on. What are yeah, you talking we got about? everything. We got everything from our mother, though. That's the thing, including the height. That's right. That's damn for damn sure. <laughs> Has Tony clicked in yet? No, no, not yet. Right. Yeah. Okay. Just give me a second. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna send him a text message real quick. So you go ahead and Let's, highlight yourself yes. there. While you're doing that, let me go ahead. Let's get our uh, our little intro out of the way. And Perfect. Let's go. 
I will I will also get our CBD uh, promo going. So while I've got everybody, thank you all who are listening, who are chimed in so far. Got a few comments coming in from you guys. Really appreciate it. We'll go ahead. We'll run our intro video. This is just a nice little uh, start-stop point for us. I know you guys probably get bored with it, but it's something we like to run, highlight some of our, our key moments up to this point. And we'll talk a little bit about our CBD promotion. Let's kick it off. Here we go. If I give you a beer and you didn't finish it right on the spot, like you yeah. did. Yeah. We kind of slaughter them all because now I know they're hot against me, them motherfuckers. I'm on to you. That was the most disgusting moment of Rod's life. That's cool. There was a follow-up about a finishing move, but I'm not so sure I want to ask that. <laughs> awesome so last episode we had uh one of our good friends steve from cbd brothers usa came on we talked a little bit about their product and what they got uh everything from healing side of it if you've got inflammation if you you're not getting enough sleep we've got something for that take a little bit of cbd with the melatonin in it you're not only going to get those uh anti-inflammatory factors you're also going to get that melatonin, which is going to help you not only fall asleep faster, but give you a deeper sleep. We also got, you guys probably saw the dog kick the door in earlier. We've got some CBD drops for the pets. So if if you got a dog that's got a little bit of high anxiety, cats as well, then, then that's something you may want to do. Little droplets, little oil tincture right into their food, one or two drops a day. And that's going to help with that anxiety. It's going to help them stay calm throughout the day. Go check it out. CBDbrothersusa.com. And we are still, in fact, running our promotion. If you go to CBDbrothersusa.com, code IDIOTSONMIKE, you're going to get 25% off and free shipping. Those guys are a huge help. If you have any questions, reach out to them. They're, they're great conversationalists. They'll give you all the information that you're looking for. And not only that, we just discovered that that Steve's uh, sexy Steve, as he likes to refer to himself, his wife is now going to be taking over a, a lot of the business operations. So a lot of success there, a lot of great product. And once we get into that THC involvement conversation, who knows where that's going to go, if that's going to be a whole nother thing for them to get into. We'll just have to keep our eyes on it. I'm excited to see what's going on with them and what their future holds. So cbdbrothersusa.com, code idiots on mic at checkout for 25% off and free shipping. Let's bring my boy back on. What's the good word? So listen, uh, first of all, CBD, give me a little bit of background of what you know about CBD. Um, <laughs> Sherry's already on. <laughs> She said her knee is on swole right now. Now, listen, background. This is our second week into going back down in the dungeon. You've been in my, you've been in my gym. Uh-huh, uh-huh. This is our dungeon second is week a good straight. name for it, yeah. Right? This is my second week, our second week, only one day off. So we've done nine days, nine or ten days now. Um, so now she's saying her knee is hurting. So is CBD good? for a knee pain is it good for my wrist pain is it good for i stubbed my toe earlier today 
Is it good for things like that? What do you know about CBD oil? So CBD oil is fantastic. Great question, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, CBD oil. So it's it's an all natural hemp product. Everything that's put into it is going to be all natural. And whereas if it is like a stub to toe kind of thing, I'm going to say it's it's not really great for something like that. This is more of joint inflammation um so that it it soaks in and it takes time whereas if you're stubbing your toe a few days go by maybe a week or two goes by that's going to go away and just kind of naturally one of those things that you have to let the blood just flow back out from that area okay however uh joint pains especially joint pains especially (laughs) um very good for joint pain this is this is a long-term and the benefit is if you're using anti-inflammatories, you know, over-the-counters, Tylenols, Aleves, Advils, things like that, that's going to also over time cause kidney damage, liver damage. You're not getting those same effects with the CBD products. Right. I use it. So I've been trying to solely cut weight. I've been running, you know, five miles in the morning. Uh, for the past week or so, and that okay. constant impact, that getting beat up, my knees are killing me. That's what CBD is good for. That that proactive. I get done with a run, I put it on. Uh, I go to bed. I put it on before I go to bed, and over time, that's going to have that same effect as those Aleve's, those Advil's, those Tylenols, without those negative effects. So you're using an ointment. That's got the, it's got the THC or well, no, I'm sorry, THC is, is that, that what's in it, right? So currently THC free and that's the big, so when you think of marijuana, marijuana actually has uh, more or less a combination of the two, whereas CBD is solely the um, non-psychoactive portion of that, whereas TH, THC is the psychoactive. Now, uh, THC has become legal in a lot of states now. Uh, Ohio probably on the back end of the curve, honestly, with the way the the country is going as a whole. Right. And once that becomes legalized, then whether they offer products that all have THC in them, or they offer ones that are THC free, or ones with THC, and then you can take your pick, then you're going to start to have those kind of more psychoactive, not necessarily like you're not always looking to get high. Maybe it helps you just kind of calm. Maybe it's an anxiety thing, which CBD does to a small degree. Right. But, but not near the same degree as the THC is going to do. And, and there, there, there are products for pets. That's correct. Yes. So they have chews and they have little oil droplets, one or the other. Uh, they're going to function as the same. You can either put a couple droplets in their, in their dog food, or you can give them a chew in the morning at night, whenever, whenever they're going to experience their most anxiety throughout the day is when you're going to want to, uh, administer that for them. And it's just a, a nice calming effect. And last question, CBD brothers, are they local to Columbus, Ohio area? Yes. So. There, I want to get this right. I want to get this address right. So give me just a second to pull up the, the address. They work out of a podiatry office. So Steve, okay. 
Steve Caswell works at a podiatry office. They actually hold all of their products and everything there. So if you want to go purchase it at the podiatry office, you can go in, purchase it, and you don't have to worry about shipping payments. Now, if you're a listener of the show, you ain't worrying about shipping payments anyways because you're getting 25% off and free shipping. For sure. However, um, you can go to their website at cbdbrothersusa.com. And let me pull this up for you guys here. And and you can order from their website and have it shipped directly to you as well. That is an option. So whatever whatever tickles your fancy, man. If If you want to go in, talk to them. They have it all listed for you here as soon as I pull it up. So they've got everything you could possibly need. They've got it laid out. You can shop whether you want oils, gels, creams, anything. And then you go to their contacts. So they actually have their location listed for you on High Street. So right down 23. Okay. If you're if you're heading towards Columbus, you keep going 23 south, and that podiatry office is right off 23 there. Okay, perfect, perfect. Great job, CBD brothers. Great job. Absolutely, absolutely. And they're going to be a part of our um, marathon episode, we're kind of calling it, hopefully. So let's talk we... about that. Yes. Let's talk about that because, to be honest, um, right now we don't have a lot of sponsorship for this show. CBD brothers. And then we like to, what I like to say, or the way I see it is our sponsorship are our friends and our families. We're all chipping in to do this thing. Um, I know your mom and dad are doing a lot, for, have done a lot for the show. Um, yes, absolutely. And we're just trying to all do things so that we can actually build this show to what we think it can be. You know, um, I'm, I am, I am honored that you asked me to be part of the management team here. Because I really, really believe in you and you and um, you and Rod, Nick, uh, and what you're doing, <laughs> and and even if Nick's, even if Nick is when he's out and I have to fill in, I enjoy these times. So um, I feel like we we can get a little bit more sponsorship from our friends and family. It doesn't take too much to do this show, but we want to take this thing to higher levels and reach a bigger, a broader audience. Is what we want to do. Yeah, we do. And, and part of the reason we created this is there's two dipshits sitting there on the couch telling what we think is funny stories. Now that's up for debate. Um, <laughs> and and we, we just want to make people laugh. We want to make people laugh and we want to make this something that we can give back. That's kind of the ultimate goal for me in creating this is we want to be able to give back. Now you see, I've got the... Um, the ribbon on today. This is a, this is not our design. This is baseballism's design. They've got the home plate built into the, the ribbon and you can write in, I rally with whoever you want. That's a big thing for us. We've talked about cancer multiple times on the show. So one thing for me is to give back to whether it's the American cancer society um, or, you know, um, or other organizations such as the American cancer society for that research, I know I'm I'm willing to bet one person in everybody's life has been affected by cancer in some way, shape, or form. Whether it's you yourself, whether it's a friend, a family member, uh, you know, on on one side or the other that has has dealt with it, it's a beast. I want to be able to give that back. So, what you see this 
this production in this room here that's we're not trying to make this that much better i don't want some fancy office that we get all this stuff set up now that would be nice maybe over time but right. a lot of our sponsorships are going to go towards giving back that's the ultimate goal so what made you feel confident enough to start a show like this well i figured if it, so there's this awkward sales guy that works with us right and he's done all these things he dj's uh he he uh <laughs> he's he's done I know he's, this guy. He, he's been involved in music I know this guy. and things like that i know this and, guy and he's a smooth talker and i thought to myself you know what if this goofy ass motherfucker can go out and talk to anybody and everybody uh all throughout his way no i i mean honestly a big part of it is is the profession that i'm in now i have to talk to all sorts of different people i I've been a talker my, my whole life, but to be able to go out and, and actually converse with anybody and everybody, like you guys are going to see, this is actually, t- Tony is in our broadcast room right now. Uh, this is awesome. the first time I've ever talked to Tony and we're going to have a great conversation with him. So without further ado, let's actually go ahead and introduce new friend of the show. Now I, I let me hold on. I gotta pull this up. I gotta pull this up. I gotta get this right because we talked about it two or three times now. The resume that this man holds is is rather astounding. And you sent me a an extensive list of of the accomplishments, the capabilities of this man. So let me pull this up. I want to do this justice because. I'm I'm grateful for him to take the time to come on. I know, granted, West Coast, it's early for him yet. So, you know, he probably hasn't even <laughs> eaten dinner yet or nothing. You know, we, we, we've got time hey, for him. He's coming right off the road to the show. I hope you change. I hope he changed at least and got some comfortable clothes on because normally he's he's a little bit suited up. So we'll see what he looks like today. So, so while I'm introducing him, I want to build this up for him. This is actually something that let's lock it down for today. Um, so, so born and raised out of Springfield, Ohio. Okay. Okay. Smaller town, Ohio, right? Grew up in Urbana hometown. That's, that's home for you as well. Yes. That's hometown for you as well. Six. All right. This is where, this is where the accomplishments already start to get carried away. Sixth in the class played all these sports, football, basketball, ran track, probably broke records. If I had to guess five years of professional football in the AFL. And if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, a, a walk on at Ohio state. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So went to Ohio state on academic scholarship now we're yes, walking on. We're being a beast here at Ohio State. We're going to talk a lot about. We're going to talk a lot about uh, some. Hopefully, we've got some locker room stories. I always like. We had a couple guys that played in the indoor football league um, that that had a couple locker room stories, and it was great because they were teammates, offensive linemen. So we'll see what the relationships like in, uh, uh, with Tony with offensive linemen. If he's got a, if it's a love hate uh, or hate relationship, we'll talk about that. Now, now we're talking about, okay, 10, 10 years in, in the medical field with different medical devices. Um, I, I imagine 
I imagine the hat size on Tony has to be like an eight and a half to fit that ginormous brain of his. Um, he so, is a very intelligent, very analytical young man. Let me put it that way. So, so, so let's bring him on as we're continuing to go through this. So he can, he can chime in with this resume. There might be something I'm missing where he's like, actually dipshit. Uh, it was 14 years in the medical field without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Tony Locke. Thank you. Thank you, Tony, for coming on with us. Uh, Mr. Mr. DJ Sweat trying to get us kicked off the air because he's playing uh, maybe copyrighted music. I don't know. I don't know. Allegedly, I don't know. Allegedly I copyrighted like, music. <laughs> I think I I think I wrote that song to be honest with you. So so Tony, all day I've been I've been studying this email that's sitting above my head, and I'm thinking to myself like. It, it, your your accomplishments deserve to be on a much more uh profound podcast than ours <laughs> however i'm glad you're taking the time to jump in with us we've got a lot to talk about today you just came off the road it sounds like uh, uh what do we got going on today what what was today like for you well, well before before i dive into that i have to first first off say you you guys have really set your listeners up for a colossal failure. Um, <laughs> like, I mean, you could keep talking all day long. I mean, because actually, like, I was having a bit of a bad day, bad week. I feel great again. Thank you. Thank you for, yeah, yeah, yeah. for all the adulation. And, and look, don't, don't you guys, are you aware that you can write your own Wikipedia page? <laughs> I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't even know that... How much of that's true? I was just feeling myself a bit. I said, you know, it would be, it would be cool if, if if I did that. Wow. Well, no, wait. Well, wait about what if what if I do that? What? Right, that's yeah. That's 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 going to do it. So you're there pouring the whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Pouring the whiskey on Wikipedia day, and he's like two, three. Let's call her four fingers and see what see what accomplishments I created today. No, uh, cheers, Pepper uh, and Maddie. Cheers to you. Sir. <laughs> uh, I I'm glad we can have you on. What are so what are we drinking? What do we got there today? First off, DJ Sweat in the house. Thank you, thank you. This this You're is welcome. a little little, little Buffalo Trace that he sent me via um, hey. my wife and daughter a few weeks ago so this is this is coming this is compliments of columbus ohio thank you yeah yeah so so his wife Corey, and his daughter emerson my niece they were in town uh a week and a half ago so um i laced him up a little bit sent a little something back for him he didn't know it was coming <laughs> so so you know we like to chop it up over a little bit of bourbon every now and then uh okay. we just had a couple we just had a couple of um couple of calls I think it was uh, two days ago, two or three days ago, talking about the upcoming vacation that we're taking out to see my nephew, my brother, my niece, and my, my I guess, I guess I'll call her, I'll call Corey my niece-in-law. How's that? Is that right? Too formal. Too formal. <laughs> You've known her for no, way, way too family. long. In fact, Family. you met her prior to to me ever meeting I did. her. So I did. Actually, and actually, I set them up. Know my wife longer than I have. Um, <laughs> We're the reason. Me and Sherry, Sherry and I are the reason they're married. 
Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, that's a lie. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> well, 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 technically, I, I don't want to take the listeners on a whole path here, but I mean, if we think about the amount of hours I spent on your couch during the breakups, yeah, you guys are probably uh, responsible <laughs> for, for, this, for this union that, that's worked out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I, see, I see Casey so has chimed in. Casey Hope, your sister-in-law chimed in. Hey, Casey, thanks for coming in, girl. <laughs> that's, that's my Taylor, like inside joke. Sorry. Hey, and by last, the way, Tony, the last, earlier, that's the last I'll give you on that one. Earlier, <laughs> earlier, um, your boy Michael, Michael Johnson, he hit us up. He might want to come on the show at some point in time, so he might be listening right now. So give give Mike Johnson a shout out. I mean, how timely! Right, what a pleasant surprise. So I I was I was driving to, to from. So I live in Los Angeles now. This this is how we can incorporate the bio, right? So I live in Los Angeles. Um, you know, I was just going to ask that. We got yeah. an eight states in 12 years situation yeah, going on yeah, here. Like, I, I don't know take us on this be, journey. <laughs> I don't know if I should be proud of that or ashamed of that. What does that say? Does that say? What does that say? <laughs> like, what does that really say? Is that, does that say? You got to find the right one. Or does that say, this guy kind of doesn't know what he wants to do with his life? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Somewhere in the cool. Fake it till you make it. Well, still doing Bingo. that. Bingo. <laughs> there you go. No, so I was, speaking of Mike Johnson, um, I was driving to, to uh, an appointment this morning across town at USC in, in the uh, lovely U, uh, LA traffic. I don't know, it took me about an hour to go 14 miles. Not, not oh, a problem. My. Uh, oh but during that time frame, I was actually listening to a, to a song while well, I was, well, I was listening to the radio and a song came on from Mike Johnston and I's college years. And so of course I call him right away <laughs> and, and we, and we chopped it up for a good 30, 35 minutes to where I was late walking into my meeting. That's how important he is to me. So if Michael's on here. <laughs> thank you, Mike. Thank you. Thank you for the hey, support. Hey, 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 Matt. One thing I want to tell you is, uh, Tony is, he gets the lock side for sure. He gets it honest because he is a talker. And you better believe <laughs> that he married a talker. Her dad's a talker. They are talkers. So this should be a very good show. The, uh, hey, cousin yeah. Ron, my cousin Ron. Shout out to AZ. Look at you. Ron Lock in the house. Loving it. So, so the locks are out in full force today. Is that what we're what we're saying? It seems I mean, like it you said you put lock it down. I mean, what would you expect? That's what yeah, come on, bro. That's, that's kind of what we do. Come on, bro. So, uh, intentionally put those colors down there. The scarlet, not so gray, kind of thing going on. You went. You played at OSU. What position did you play? What was your time like there at OSU? Um, probably the lessons that I learned through that experience, uh, probably some of the biggest lessons that I've ever learned in my entire life that I, and that I continue to, to implement in every, everything I do today. And, and I say that, I know that sounds a bit cliche, but more specifically, I, I know, you know, we were kind of joking around about some of my, uh, credentials leading in. Um, if, if I were to give you like just if like one word to sum up uh, what I've 
been able to accomplish, if you will, this this thus far, it's it's a overachiever for sure. I I don't I think what Albert Einstein says. What I I have no special talents. I'm only passionately curious. I I would say that I I have no special talents. I just have a high give a fuck level. When there's something that I I really want to do, um, I kind of lock lock in. See I, I like that. that. Very nice. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, and, and I go after it. So to give you the Ohio state experience, I, I had, a, I had a nice strong run at, at the Urbana high school and in, in three sports. Uh, but I, I wasn't wildly recruited. I was, I was definitely a better scholar than I was an athlete, but that doesn't mean that I wasn't a, a good athlete. What, what it was is I, I was, when I graduated high school, I was a 145 pounds, Five nine uh, ran probably my fastest day, maybe a four six hand time, which isn't going to get put you on Ohio State's radar. But I I could play the game. I could play all through all the sports I played. I I just I knew how to play the game very well. And so one thing that I I did maybe subconsciously at that point is when I when I did get the academic scholarship to Ohio State, I I put on. Uh, it was always, it was, you know, I was, I've been a big, big fan of writing down my goals probably since I was 10 years old. And, <laughs> and, and literally I found something from like 13 that like has everything that like, you know, I said I wanted to do when I grow up nonetheless. So when, when I went to like Ohio State, I said like, look, I'm, I'm going to, to play on this, this team. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to find a way. And I think the first thing I did again, subconsciously, I, I, I networked with the right people. There are a few scholarship guys that we just, took a liking to each other. And by doing that, I learned what, what's, what's really needed to get there. Like I'm 145 pounds. I'm running a four, six, that ain't getting me on the field. Um, so the, which what a lot of people don't know freshman year. So every year they have walk on tryouts. If you're not an invited walk on in January of, of your freshman year. So 96 was my first year there. We won the we won the Rose Bowl against Arizona State. I was not on the team, but all of my friends who were redshirt were. And I would work out with them in their spare time at the French Fieldhouse. Learning tips, trips, techniques, things of that nature, running stadium steps, everything, getting myself ready. Well, I, I was a late bloomer. I gained 20 pounds during that time frame. And so I wish, I, I mean, I really wish they would have held me back a year. Then maybe I would have been recruited. Uh, <laughs> I came to gain 20 pounds and, and dropped my 40 by like maybe a 10. Right. And I went in, I went out for the, for the team in January with the tutelage of all, all my boys around me, shout out to Jerry Westbrooks, Clinton Wayne. Um, and it just didn't happen. Um, there's a list that's posted after the work, like a week after the workout It's literally like, like the movies, right? you, you go, there's, there's about 80, 80 people to this cattle call at the Woody Hayes facility. We run 40s, we do agility <clears> drills, <throat> bench press, catch, pa- catch balls, all of that. And then there's like a list of outside the locker room a week later of, of the 10 to 15 people that they're going to bring in the winter, winter ball. And it didn't happen. And for me, that was one of the first, the reason why I say like the lessons I've learned in resilience, that was one of the first biggest failures of my life. Like I, I, one, I publicized that I was going to walk on the team. And so I had a lot of that pressure, family, friends, what have you, haters, of course, that are like, yeah, yeah, there's no way you're going to make it. I knew, like, I don't even know why he's doing that. Just stick to, stick to, to academics. So it was a big, big blow. And I was lightweight depressed, um, that, that winter quarter. But at, again, at the, 
at the tender age of 18. I don't know. There was something inside <laughs> me. I, I couldn't articulate. I can articulate it now, but then it was just like, no, you know what? I'm gonna pick myself up, dust myself off, and and I'm going at this thing. Like I I I think where I I gained a little bit of. And please feel free to interject because I, I can go on a tangent. Um, yeah, I, please by all means. <laughs> I, I I think where I started to gain some confidence that like wait like I have the athletic ability to do this is. We played a lot of pickup basketball with the football team at Jesse Owens. And for those who are familiar with the Ohio State campus and the old Larkins, which I believe is now called RPAC. And as I was, again, growing, because I was a late bloomer, and now we're talking like winter of 97. And I, now I put on like 25 pounds and I'm a little faster. I'm a little stronger. And I'm, I'm killing these guys. I'm like, uh-uh. Like, there's, like, I have the ability to play, or plus I have the encouragement of, of my network, like the guys that were on the team. So I was like, you know what? Like, I got, I got a year to run at this thing. So, you know, I, I, I did that. I, I went hard for the next year. So here we go. Now we're in, now we're at the workouts in January of 1998. Sounds so long ago. Um, <laughs> I, 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 a, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to date you guys at all, but uh, 1998, uh, I was six years old. Uh, <laughs> I was I was thinking about which crayon color I was going to eat, probably if I had to guess. <laughs> uh, well, look, for for the pop culture fans out there, for that that one, like I think "Bye Bye Bye" was the number one song by NSYNC. Just yeah, that's right. my generation, baby. Like, uh, we need to bring all this together. Yeah, I, I think. Um, yeah, I think Friends, Friends, Friends may have been the number one television show. Will and Grace was up and coming. Yeah, this is right. This is ninety eight right. guys. Um, <laughs> So, so all that said, I was able to, to, uh, I gained confidence from just, you know, the, the networking and, and then playing to pick up basketball. So now here we are at the, my second opportunity to make this team. And I, at this point, am at now I've gained 30 pounds. I know I'm faster. I go out, I run a 40 and I run one of the fastest forties there. Still not super fast, but like electronically for Ohio State at the time was, I think it was like a low four, six, which hand times maybe a four, four, right? So a week later, the list is posted and my name's on that list. And that's when I, I think when I talk about like lessons that I learned that I continue to apply today, that showed me that whole ar- arduous process that no matter what, like if you truly want something, Tony, if you truly want something, you'll find a way, you'll figure out a way. And that story has continued throughout my life. Like my first medical device job, like I, I, bombed the interview and did and, and didn't get the offer like probably the, I think for the first two times and then boom like figured out how to master that part of it three months later on like uh, arena football league then released from teams and then come back and led the league in and receiving I mean it's just I've had a lot of um I I won't, I won't call it failure I would say opportunities for growth that I actually looked at, that's how I inter- internalized it and, and see it. And um, it's, it's worked out for me. And I can tell I, you, see, there's been a lot of conversations through all of that with me and Tony, with his grandmother, with, with the whole family. There's been a lot of conversation that went on through that. Um, should I, should I not continue to try to do this? Should I, should I not go this route? And it was just one of those things where, um, he had that stick to itiveness 
Uh, this is a this is a kid. Did you just make up? Hold on a second. <laughs> no, stick to it. Intuitiveness. If if it's not in Webster's, it's definitely in the Urban Dictionary. I saw it. Right. I think it's, it's, there. It. <laughs> it's there. It's there. So he had the stick to itiveness. I mean, this is a kid. Uh, trust me, Matt. This is a kid who, coming up, he would dress up in his football uniform. And we're talking about six, seven, eight years old, five years old. Nobody else in the neighborhood to play with. Um, Uncle Ricky's out drinking or hanging out with his friends or Uncle Ricky's in the military, whatever it is, wherever Uncle Ricky is. This kid is in the front yard of my mother's yard. He throws the football to himself, catches it, tackles himself into the bushes. (laughs) This is a daily routine in the summer for this guy. Yeah. Oh, there's cheers. There's everything going on, you know? So something was bound to happen. Something was bound to happen. And by the way, I just want to say, this is Tony Anthony Locke, but he also, we've always called him Boo. Sorry, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, if, you, if you're going, no, if, if you're going to go there, like, don't shorten it. It's actually boo boo. So I know I didn't want to do that because let's, because let's, of the dog situation, and and that's okay. That's okay. But you know what? What what Uncle Ricky uh, highlighted there was like I always knew that if football didn't work out, I was going to be one hell of a commentator because I <laughs> I, I I provided the commentary for all of my my individual. I tell you, football, basketball, baseball. Game. It was amazing so, to watch. Mm-hmm. It was just amazing to watch him out there. And me and my friends sitting on the porch watching him, sitting there drinking, we're like, boy, this boy is crazy as hell. <laughs> what, are you doing? what the hell is he doing? But, and by the way, one of, one of the friends that was sitting there watching him also played for Ohio State. Greg Rogan, shout out to G Gizmo. He played for Ohio State as well from Urban, Ohio. But we were all in ama- in amazement at Tony. So, and then just to, to to look at his academics and know how he was doing in school, I knew, I knew this kid was going to be something else. Um, and this, I, of course I have digressed, but Matt, go ahead. You take over. I, uh, so I never had the opportunity of, of playing football. I wish I had. I, I see, I, I grew up playing baseball. I got the old stitches on the arm. I got the in life and baseball stay fair. Um, that it's funny because there's a whole different mentality. Whereas in, in football, it does take a team. Whereas if you have a dominant pitcher, if you can get one run, if you have a dominant pitcher, you're golden. Or if you have one kid who's, who's going to hit you a home run every game or something like that. So it's different because there's so many different individuals when it, it talks about uh, in in comparison from, from baseball to football, my mentality, my my mentality was this, Uh, you're going to tell me I can't watch me. Like I, I, I I, pitchers, it pays to be tall, pays to be left-handed I didn't have either of those things. I'm average height kid, right-handed, and I happened to just fit into the rotation. Granted, I played at a small D2 college. I wasn't walking on at Ohio State or anything like that. However, I had a coach who basically flat out told me, 
there's going to be maybe one or two of you that play in college. And I knew who he was referring to, and it was not me in that situation. <laughs> and, I, I'm only laughing said, because I've been on the other side of that as well, where I'm like, F you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank, thank like, you for the motivation, actually. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's, I was one of those guys that always had to play with a chip on my shoulder. And I. it sounds like you took the healthier route. You set the goal. You met the goal. Uh, somebody else set the goal for me. And I was like, listen here, you dickhead. You told me I couldn't do it. That's, that's the reason I'm going to do it. Um, so, I, 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 and with that being said, uh, even with this podcast, we're not big time by any stretch of the imagination, but, um, uh, Rod's wife works, uh, at a chiropractic office and so they're they're very familiar with the bosses. They've basically been with that chiropractic office ever since it started opening up and everything. So they know the boss really well, the guy who owns it. And the guy who owns it flat out told us, like, I'll buy you guys a bottle of tequila right now if you stop because this thing's not going to succeed. So I've been day and night thinking about this thing because I'm so pissed off about what this guy said. And whether our content is fantastic one way or another, I'm going to find a niche to make this thing successful and, and show up with a nice bottle of whatever the most expensive Don Julio is. Right. And just go ahead and place it right on that man's desk. And well, I certainly hope that that was fodder from him for you to, to kind of push you and give you some motivation. I don't know. I don't know this man. So I'm only hoping he was doing that. To push you. Uh, not so much. Not so much. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Business owners, you know. know me. I always try to put a positive spin on shit. Uh, so <laughs> that's all I was trying to do. Look, I, I don't know. Like, I'll, all I'm as you're telling this story, I think it's amazing because I, I gave you the PG version of my motivation. Like, there's, there's some. There's there's some yeah, dark, it's, there's some deep so, dark sides. But the way I picture you, Pepper Michael Jordanus. Well, well, I was gonna say more so like Steve Buscemi and and Billy Madison. He's crossing off people. Oh, he's going oh, to damn. I mean, I, that's that that's I, maybe that maybe I, I just fossil dated myself. Maybe you, you don't know oh, that movie. They're, they're peppermint. Well, I, I tell you what, you're with the right person because Matt that, knows this shit. That that there, like that, like he had a list of people he was that that wronged him. Uh, that, yeah, that he, yeah. That he was going to uh, so, No, no, no. Uh, yeah. Hold on now. Hold on. You, you, come on. I'm a movie guy. Glad I called that guy. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. See you know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> yeah. and, and listen, so I told you, Matt, um, I told you, I, I, I didn't give you a lot of, okay, I lied. I gave you a lot of background <laughs> on Tony. Tony's bio that he sent, that he sent in reads for itself. Um, but I didn't, I didn't actually get a chance to tell you how personable he is. Um, how well read he is. This is a guy who on his bio, what did he say about his books? Matt. <laughs> he, bought, he buys, he buys yeah. doubles. 
of oh, all no. the purchased oh, no. books. Let, let, come, let on. Me, come on. Let me explain that. Let me explain that. Come on. So I was very confused by this. I'm glad we're clearing this up. So, so the, reason, <laughs> the, the reason why I, I threw that question out there, I'm a bit I'm a big fan of podcasts. So I the other thing I was gonna tell you, I'm contracting with you now. When this blows up, because it will, I I I I am requesting that I will be a recurring guest because I like this. I oh, like this forum. Absolutely. I like this forum. And I and there's I, I good synergy here. So from T- Tim Ferriss is probably my, my favorite guy that I that I follow from a podcast perspective. And one of the questions he asked all his guests is like, what's a, what's a new or unusual absurd, absurd habit that you have? And for me, like, I was just like, I was listening to one of his podcasts a couple of weeks ago. I was like, what's, what, what is one of my latest? What's weird? Cause I'm a weird dude. I'm weird. Um, I'm like, what's, what's my what? latest thing that would be that that's, that's PG that I can share with folks. <laughs> um, so this is a shareable absurd thing. Okay. I, I, I have now like I, I, I do like to read and as here here in my office, like I have <laughs> so I have a lot of books that I have read. And what I do to flex sometimes on all these Zoom calls, <laughs> I'll I'll spin the camera around when I'm on with certain customers if I'm taking it from the office, <laughs> so they can see oh like oh that that African American guy right there he's he's read a book before he's not just a former athlete so so I I, I say all that to say but what I I used to be a take a page turner but I've now shifted to Kindle it's just much more convenient like I can I can read like anywhere right like if i got 20 minutes like oh pull this out knock this book out so for my own ego what i was saying is like what i do now is so i'll buy a book on kindle then i buy the hard copy so i can put it in my in my library (laughs) to look smart just to look smart it's look that explains it though look half of half of the reason why i'm driven is because i'm insecure and there's 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 an insecure at least at least you have books on your shelf I have turned my shelf into a bourbon <laughs> shelf. <laughs> if I, I don't know if you can see it or not. That's yeah. bourbons now. That yeah. No well, yeah. Here, I'll, I'll, now, give, I'll, I'll give you the 360 here. Like this is, right, what right, I'll, do right, is right. I'll turn, I'll turn like the camera sometimes and have the desk set here. Can you guys see my desk? That's, that's brilliant. <laughs> right? That's brilliant. And there's so, what? So for you guys, like th- for me, it's move. I got like, okay, I, I, have see what so- you do. I have a, I have a ton of digital downloads too. So that's like not even scratching the surface in terms of what I have in movies, but I am a huge cinematic media uh, consumer. It's, it, it's outrageous. Right. Like, and especially in the world, you know, we hit the pandemic and we hit, we had nothing but the ability to consume all of this, all of this media, whether it was TV shows or movies and things like that. So, so with that turn, let's talk about this. You were on the set of Invincible. Is that correct? Oh, uh, you got to give me more credit than just being on the set. Your boys. Are uh, body double. Back. Wait, 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 wait. I got. Oh man, now nah, we gotta go <laughs> one more step further than that, bro. Okay. Like my, okay. My, where my we go? body, my body did get doubled with. Oh. The amazing shots I took um, from from Mark <laughs> and, and his stunt doubles. It was like seventy takes so in let's, three let's days. Let's but, talk so, about yeah, yeah. Like how yeah. you guys want to know how it all came to fruition? Like what? Like yeah. You tell me. Yeah, yeah. You, tell me. Tell me where you want. What do you want your listeners to hear? 
before we get into to to the body double part of it, correct me if I'm wrong. I wasn't a goddamn yeah. body double. I was a character, man. Stop saying that. Well, wait no, a minute. he told oh, no. Nah, I yeah, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You need to talk to you need to talk to your uh, promoter because. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> he said body you double. Did, you did have a speaking part. You had you had some lines look, dialogue as Ray Rhodes, right? Am I correct? Look, look, man, Peppermint Patty. You should know, being a movie buff, that <laughs> they shoot. I should. I could kind of say we shoot. That's a little flex there. We shoot. No, they they shoot. Card. <laughs> <laughs> you have your like, stag hours and hours of footage and only an hour and 20 minutes makes it to the cutting past the cutting room floor. So unfortunately, again, back to the theme, I think this all ties in another time where I had some sort of setback or failure. There you go. No, but here, but here, here here's what, here's what it was. When I was playing in the arena league for the Los Angeles Avengers um, and, and living here in LA, my, here we go. Here, it's less than seven degrees of separation. Kevin Bacon story here. My, <laughs> my agent, my, my football agent was also a marketing agent. And his, his wife, his wife's sister. No, wait. Let me remember. Let me get this right. He, oh, that's what it is. That's what it is. His wife's. Cousin, you could hey, was, you can make was, it up. The people ain't gonna know a was, fucking thing, was, man. You just, Andre, just, do, just tell us right there. Was, was that girl Andre, right there. Andre Agassi's something, whatever. So, like, this guy was in the like, he put he brought, me, he brought me into the circle, right? So, in the off season, the plan was, hey, like, look, are you interested in acting? That's like, oh, I've never done it before, never thought about it, not really a thespian. And I mean, my only experience in high school, I was in the high school play just to hang out with girls, didn't really do much in it. Um, he said, so, okay, well, like, let's just, I mean, you seem a little bit charismatic. Uh, I'll, I'll throw you out here on some, on some auditions. So my, so here's my first Hollywood lesson I learned. Um, he puts me in touch with the lady who, who ran, um, sitcoms for the NBC studios back in 2005. I can't remember her name for the life of me, but I remember like, I had this big meeting. I go out there. I'm all, I'm dressed to the nines. I'm ready to go. I'm like, man, this is, this is entourage, man. I'm here. I've arrived. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm out there at the studios. I walk in and she sits and, you know, just like in, in the scenes from entourage, like if we go back into like her, her office, it's, it's, she's got all these, like these uh, movie trailers and, and, and TV show trailers set up everywhere. So I'm like, okay, I got, it's, it's prime time. There's those fucking glasses. So she, so she sits me on her couch and she's like, so tell me, tell me about all the locker room situations you've been in and, and everything with professional football. I'm just like, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm so intrigued. And I'm sitting here giving this lady gold. Like when I say gold, I mean literally cash. This is what I learned <laughs> later. I'm just going on about like, like stuff I've seen at Ohio State, stuff I've been a part of, stuff in the arena league, stuff when I've, I've had my, my workouts in the NFL and just giving her everything. Never calls me back. A year later, there's a, there's a show that she produced called The Game. And it had a lot of my storylines that I have told Are her. Are you serious? Oh, that's, that's real talk. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I'm and learning. I'm, I'm like, okay, Hollywood lesson number one, learn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't give up information without a contract. Um, yeah. So, oh, so where I was going with that. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, <laughs> and, and it's... 
sadly that's what the and that's why i don't think i granted i there's no opt-ins for me in the movie industry but i don't think i I can do it wait a minute i disagree have you seen the show of american gods what do you no i haven't what are you getting at though (laughs) what what wait He's going to say something about gingers or shit. I know it. Here it comes. There there is a character (laughs) that you most certainly could have played. I want you to watch the show at least. I think you have to get into three or four episodes before this character arrives. And you'll see that I, you'll understand what I'm saying, that I feel that you could have played that part. You're very charismatic. (laughs) You're very talkative. You've got a good look about yourself. T- t- hey, let me see that hat. Let me see the hair right now. Hey, what, what are you doing to me right now? Are you trying hey, to make my head hey, all big and shit? Hey, no, hey, it's a little hey, plastic. Hey, 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 peppermint patty. This this reminds me of my meeting that I just described. Be careful. He's asking. He's asking <laughs> I, I felt I, th- this, is, this is exactly where we were going. You feel like I'm it's setting you up? It's going to be... Ginger Gods coming out on ABC next year. (laughs) Right. So just watch the show and then get back with me. Move it. Okay, we can move. We can move. By the way, by the way, Peaky Blinders, phenomenal so far. Yeah. On season two. Season two. By the way, since we since we are 2020 was an absolute shit show. What happened? Netflix. <laughs> oh, you didn't hear? Oh. You didn't hear? Nah. Nah, so that was shit show. So Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, all of those streaming services really got us through. But when you look back on it, I guarantee you when you look back on it, when they start having these big movie productions, you'll realize that a lot of the shit we were consuming on those streaming services was just that shit. Stunk. Not only it's that, fucking awful. Not only that, how many shows are on there that are from other countries and different languages? I mean, first, first off, first off, to your point, to your point, don't trust Netflix number one because they have the Spanish <laughs> number one like week after week. So my wife and I are like, all right, fuck it. Like, we're going to dive in. Man. Right. After about three subtitles, we aborted. <laughs> so, 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 oh, wait. Am I allowed to do I'm sorry. Should I, should I watch my language? No, you no. let it fly, man. Hey, yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yes. Well played, Maddie. Again, there you go. Peppermint, pa- Peppermint Maddie. He quick, man. He's quick. He is. He's good. He's good. good. I told you. Listen. Listen, so let's not forget that we kicked this entire pandemic off with Tiger King. Tiger King was like uh, the show that came out when the pandemic started. All right. And I, I remember I where I was. My my uncle my uncle Ricky put me onto that. And now now I have a I have a soft spot for Joe. You got you got you got old girl out here dancing with the stars and my guy's locked up. <laughs> Carol Bassett, hound. Carol Bassett. She out here killing folks. We know she killed her husband. And she dancing with the stars. Right. Bullshit. How the hell does that happen? That's some bullshit. And well, here's up. and here's why. Because she came out and she said, hey, all, what did she say? Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. And everybody right. thought she was innocent right out of the gate. And it was like, right. not a fucking chance. I know you did well, that wait. shit. 
How many husbands you disappeared? Do you do Thank know. You. Three Thank you. To a month ago, somebody got uh, one of her trainers got mauled or either killed. Right? Yeah. Am yeah. I right about that? But can can we all agree that, that 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 menageries aren't safe? Can we just can we agree mm. that like that's 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 probably not the right move. I mean, I mean, and and, and it's kind of fucked up for those animals, man. Like they're living in squalor. So listen, like, we're well, we're going off on a lot of tangents. I'm gonna sorry. let Matt get back to some questions that he had. Um that, some some of his questions. So let's move forward. Well, okay. And actually, fantastic segue, really, because so you were given a very short list of questions because we had a lot to talk about in, in terms of what you're capable of doing. Something I want to revisit, by the way, you're going to be a recurring guest. I hope you know that. Um, so so we'll, we'll certainly make that happen. But we're talking about these lions, these tigers, these bears. Oh, my. Shit, oh, my. Got ripped off. Very good. <laughs> So my question to you actually is, if you could communicate with with animals, what would you do for a living? Look, we we live in a capitalist society, and I am have a capitalist mindset. So, (laughs) cash cow, baby. First and foremost, cash cow. I I get it. I get it. I I see what I see what you did. I see what you did there. (laughs) I, I I would be. I would run the biggest monopoly veterinary clinic business of all if i know if i know what's wrong with an animal because they because i i can talk to them there's i'm solving everybody think about this people care more about their animals than they do their kids so think about the investment they're going to give they're going to bring to me if i'm able to keep their animals alive or be able to prevent disease prior to extend their life yes veterinary businessman Oh, so you're going, you're going straight Doctor Doolittle is what we're doing oh, that's here nice. to the to the next Eddie Murphy level. Okay, so now, I'm, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. You guys are just like Eddie laugh. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, 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 hey. That was a bad Eddie impersonation, but yeah. Do it again one more time. One more time. No, 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 can't. <laughs> I'm not I'm saying it was bad. I'm just saying I've heard better. That's all I'm. Oh, it was awful. That. But what I, you know, what's good though? If we're talking bad, can I tell you what's good? My aunt Sherry, my uncle Ricky's better half. Like she got some zingers. Look at her just coming in, chiming in on the board. I'm telling you, she's <laughs> no, so, good. That girl, good. She's killing her and your dad. Her and your dad are killing it. Mike Steele is on it. So, so and I can hear her downstairs giggling right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, so here's the thing: we had a lot of fun. Now, to to me, uh, this is also Uncle Rick and Aunt Sherry to me as well. Uh, it, it, th- throughout the years that we've known each other, they've become family to us, and um, we discussed last episode that that mr dj sweat was on that he's get he's getting his cheeks beat in there by uh aunt sherry because she's got all these karate trophies and shit up on the up on his bourbon she said okay you can have a bourbon shelf but on the very tippy top of that bourbon shelf is going to be my karate trophies you motherfucker (laughs) you'll see that you'll see that on the top very top that's her shit 
I got shit that I ran track for in high school. I got other shit. Uh, the police academy shit. I was top of the class in the police academy. My shit is in a blue tub down. By the way, y'all, I know y'all like this this fan. Cause it's hot as balls up here in the in in the, in the uh, in my uh, man. I don't know, you know, man cave. I guess upstairs. Man, uh, but you still man can still see you. That's man the thing. Yeah, man love, I love it. But can I, I to, to add to that point? Like, first off, Aunt Sherry's maiden name is Brown, so I'm going somewhere with this. Okay. No, no, no one, no one in Urbana would fuck with Sherry Brown because they knew oh, she was yeah. a black, black belt. No, like no, no plan. Oh, oh, Sherry Brown? You talk about Sher- Sher- Sherry Brown? Nah, nah. On Sherry. top of that, her brother <laughs> Keith was a sensei. He owned the studio where they trained at. I mean. Can, can we pull on that thread for one second, just in, a, in kind of in a jovial way? Like, what the fuck's yeah. a sensei for real? I used to be afraid of senseis. I <laughs> like, what's, a, what's a sensei really do? A sensei is what we call your 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 teacher. It's just another word for teacher, maestro, your professional. He's the a, a guy. life life lessoner. He's the guy who can kick everybody in the room and get away with it, no matter how old you are. Two-year-old come in there taking class. <laughs> he's the so he's, he's <laughs> and the parents would be like, get your little punk ass up. That's that's hey, hey, the sense the sense I said. Since I said. Yeah. Right. Hey, listen. That's why I don't fuck with her. Maybe a little late in my lifetime, but sensei is definitely a career path I should have pursued. <laughs> because if I'm out here. And you just turn that shit into a lesson. All right, son, now you fall down seven times, you get up eight, okay? (laughs) But but you're going to catch a whooping on the way down. That's how it's going to happen. You were talking shit throughout the entire entire class. You were the one mouthing off, and guess what? Now you're going to get it. Love it. This is a great segue. Matt, what has happened with you where you really, really had something that set you back? And you just had to pull yourself up and get up and do it again. Ooh, that I took a beating. I took a, I yeah, took a good beating on. Tony, think about this. This question goes to you as well. Uh, I think, so uh, my father has always been a very humbling man, if you will. And, and by that, I mean, he's going to tell you if you stink. If you're doing yeah, a, yeah, a, a shit does. job. He will, in fact, let you know. So I don't know that I necessarily had to. Yeah, <laughs> this is exactly okay. We're on the same page. This is what I was referring to. There was this game. I played in a wood bat league after my college career, if you'll call it. Uh, so I played in a, like an adult league, a wood bat league. And... Um, we played in Toledo. Most of our home games were in Toledo. We were based out of Finley. It was a hike to even get there in the first place. My parents decide one one day to drive up, and they're from Central Ohio, uh, Columbus area, suburb of Columbus. And by way of Chicago, by way of Chicago, if you if you will, that's we're uh, we're by the way we're Bears fans. We talk about that later. Uh, so they come Not up there. to visit. It's a two hour drive. The it's a two hour drive from that for them. They come up, they watch me play a game, and let's just say not my best performance as a pitcher. We're going out to dinner. 
after the game. And the old man says to me, he's like, fuck, we drove, we drove all the way up here for that. We drove all the way up there for that. Very sincerely, not in a joking manner, like a thanks for wasting my fucking day, kid kind of mentality. And that was a real eye-opener for me because wow. And here's the pick your pick yourself back up mentality is family's going to be there for you. That's great. But the honesty that I was given taught me a huge lesson that I like, it's not all sunshine and roses that you got to take a beating. This is the problem. We can go on a huge tangent with this. This is the problem with the participation trophies now is you're never going to have that drive to get better. You talk about Mm. you were this kid, you were a buck 45, you're running a four, six, and you, you know, mentally that that's not going to get me where I want to be. So you set a goal. Now, if you're just handed trophy after trophy, after trophy, after trophy, even, even in that same buck 45 running a four six if you're in your head even if you know that's not the case that mind gets pushed or that that thought process gets pushed to the back because now it's like hey look at this i got this nice shiny trophy because i showed up for practice i showed up for all the games that's fantastic and then you go to try out for one of them teams you take an absolute beating from one of those coaches like son hang it up because you got a ton of work. There's mountains ahead of you to get to where we want you to be. If you can learn that lesson early on, that's the, that's the thing. Get knocked down, get back up. I wish I had learned that. Nah, not that the old man wasn't dishing out those lessons early on in my life, but (laughs) that particular one was uh, a standout because I, that was at that point in my life where it's like, you don't see your parents every day. They live an hour and a half away, whatever, you know, you see them once a month, once every other month or so. Okay. They come up, they do something nice to come see a game. And then, then to catch that shit, it was like, all right, pops, good to see you. You know, see you in two months when we talk about this again, because that's all I'm going to think about as, as I'm going to work the next, the next 30 something days. Uh, that would probably be the moment for me if I had to guess. Yeah. Now, now, correct me if I'm wrong. You went to Tiffin, correct? Yeah. Yep. So, so Tony, if, now once again, I'm going to ask you to correct me if I'm wrong. Tony, did you and I, early on, <laughs> no, right after high school, <laughs> did you and I take a trip to Tiffin Heidelberg to visit? Do you remember that? 1995, November. Yes. It was cold as shit. Yes. It was, it was, it was directly after my football season and, you know, kind of going back to how, like I, I was recruited by a few Mac schools, but mainly the Wittenbergs, Tiffins, Heidelberg, um, what's Kenyon college, the purple, they're purple and white. I can, I remember their (laughs) their offer letter. And it's funny because when I, I was at Ohio state and I, and I'm become friends with, and, and, and and in competition with some of these blue star athletes who I'm in the dorm and they're pulling out their shoe boxes of signed letters from Lou Holtz, Notre Dame and 
Florida State Bobby Bowden. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah, I, I, I got this little Kenyan joint right here. I mean, they want me to come <laughs> like, hey. I, I, I was going I was going to be the guy at Kenyan. They told me I could eat for free in the cafeteria four years straight, <laughs> like straight up. Now, so I, 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 th- I think it's, yeah, you're right, Uncle Ricky. We, we did that. And we actually went to Wittenberg as well. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you, you guys, you guys bring up a lot of points. Like to, to, it's just like bringing me back. I, I really like this conversation. I probably have about four seminal moments that I can point to that, that really, that, that I look back and they were life, life lessons. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the one I, I, I described to you guys first was like that overcoming that barrier of not making it Ohio state, taking it like to your point, Mike or Matt, Mike, I'm sorry, peppermint, Patty, Maddie. Um, if I were to, if I was consoled after not making it the first year and giving a trophy for going out for the team, I, I, I maybe I'd have been cool with that. Probably not, but that's just not how I'm wired. But that's what happens to these kids. They're soft. With three people. Yeah, so, they soft. are. Soft. They're very soft. Soft as cotton. So in I, life, I would, in life, I, I would say, and I want to, and I'm, and I'm now I'm kind of coming in for a humble brag to set the record straight because we left at me running a four six at one forty five. I ended uh, uh, up, <laughs> so coming back to that, so, so I make the team and, and then I end up, I ended up playing at 190, running a 4-3, and this is, this is going somewhere, less of the brag now, was at the end of my senior year, after lettering two years, not playing, not getting a lot of action um, on the field at, at receiver, but a lot of action at, on special teams. I had the audacity, and I say that with air quotes, to think I could play professionally. But what my family and friends, like literally roommates and like close friends and family outside of Uncle Ricky and Aunt Sherry and my current and my current wife, like I've been married several times, and my wife. Um, <laughs> what 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 none of them could they were very encouraging, but what none of them could see is when I was at the Woody Hayes facility practicing against six first round defensive backs and, and, and them respecting the shit out of me and me beating them most days. And, and we, we battling. And then a med plumber who was the highest paid, he was, he was a first round pick. He was the highest paid defensive back, actually the highest paid defensive player in the NFL in 98. This, this was, this was, this was my seminal moment. Um, he re-upped with the 49ers and I came, like he came back home in the year that I was, I, so I took the MCAT to go to medical school which my grandma, God rest her soul, owe her everything, mm-hmm. Joan Elizabeth Locke. She looked at me and said, okay, boom, like you, 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 boo-boo, you've had, you've had a nice run. That's her right there. Love it. It's, it's like I, I, you said, so you said you wanted to play. I, we looking at your goals right now. You said you wanted to play at Ohio State. You did that. You said you wanted to play professional and you want to be a doctor. You've got an opportunity to go to medical school. Do do that. Do that. And and I knew deep down she said it out of love, not because she didn't believe me, but but what she didn't know was the highest paid player. I had just had a conversation with him, the highest paid player in the NFL, who I battled with at Ohio State for two years in practice every day. Come back. We worked out that summer, and he's like, T Lock, that's what they call me. T Lock, yo. There's no reason you should not be starting in the NFL. Like you're better than the receivers I'm going against. So when I hear that, it's like, wait, like, okay, let me reevaluate my situation. And, and, you know, I, I went on and that's when I, I, I was at that fork in the road and I, and I chose to pursue professional football. Now it didn't, 
come to fruition the way I envision, like, you know, playing 10 years in, in the league and retiring and, and, and all of that. that, that didn't work out, but I had one hell of a time in the arena league. I surprised the shit of myself with some of the things I continued. The, another lesson here. You don't know what you have until you go all the way in. If I would have stopped, I would have never known that I, I, I could have the ability to run a 4-3. If I would have stopped, I would have never known that I had the, the ability to do some of the things I was able to do on the football field. So when I stopped playing, all of that is cataloged in my mind with this new venture, which is business. So I've got the same energy, the same spirit towards business. Like, look, I, I, I don't know anything about what I'm getting ready to get into, but I'll figure it out. And so, so, so with that in mind, we've got a lot of parents out here who pushed and pushed and pushed their kids to sports, whatever that particular sport is. I'm listening to, I'm listening to you, Maddie. I'm listening to you, Tony. I mean, how do you tell, because your story is so great. This is something that I feel needs to be bottled and sent out into the world so that people understand what it takes to be great, or they understand that it is not as simply as being really good in high school. It's not simply being really good in college. How do you? Yep. Yep. Can I, I just, Go ahead. I, sorry, sorry to interject, but I, I want to make sure I make this point. Cause I was, this is where I was going with it. There, I'm a big fan of human psychology and mainly it has a lot to do with what I do for a living, but with that, it's, it's everything we do. Every conversation we're in, it's you're in, no matter what you do, if you want to go buy a car, you want to go buy a shirt at the store, you want to go get a, a latte at it's you're, you're interacting with humans present day. I don't know what it's going to look like 10 years from now. It could be robots, but right now it's, it's humans. And every, every situation you're in is, is a negotiation. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's, and it's, and it's, and it's, and it's, and it frames up your, your mental, your, your awareness. And, and I think part of it, it's mental toughness, confidence, and all, all of that is wrapped into like every single interaction that you have. What I would say, like the difference between our two stories is you had a dad, and I'm not saying one way is right or one's wrong, who had some sort of guardrails around your ambition. Because I was essentially the pioneer in my family to all of this, like no one had played Ohio, had played football, really. No one had gone to Ohio State and played. So everything that I want to do, it's more like, it's like, thank God. It was like, okay, like, let's see. I didn't have someone telling me, you know what? Ah, okay, you've had enough. Like, no, no, you know, maybe, maybe not. And I right. think if I did, maybe things could have turned out differently. Maybe I would have made decisions and, and changed paths earlier. But thank God I didn't. What so, I always say so, when people say that I, is that I, I, it could have been the opposite way too, you know? I, I do have to say this. Uh, God bless this woman that just came in and one second and literally dropped off a latte, a, a latte for me because I texted her. I do not deserve this woman. Shout out to her. She is mistakenly marrying me in the coming months oh, in yeah. November. Oh, which, by uh, the way, Tony, um, I don't know if you know. I don't. I didn't give you a lead into this. Um, uh, Sherry and I are DJing Peppermint Maddie's wedding. Maddie and Megan were doing their wedding. Um, very, right. very, very honored 
and proud to be a part of it and so so honored that you asked us so congratulations to you that's that's amazing man. absolutely congratulations. uh congratulations jokes on jokes on her uh she gets this <laughs> for the rest of her life and i i i get more than i deserve so matt don't Matt, we stop? Don't we all? You're you're talking to <laughs> other guys, right? Sherry has not come upstairs with a uh, uh, ice cube or another beer. It stops, bro. It stops. It stops. It's off. You it's can off. DJ yeah, for us. It just off. won't be. A, no. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 what what is our what is our next question on the list here? We have some good stuff coming up here. We were I, looking I at do. a few questions and, and, and we've got Tony, you got plenty of time, right? Tony time, time. There's never enough time. That's, that's a Jesse. <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> right, right. For your safe by the bell so, fans out there. No, I'm good. <laughs> so we we, we have, to, we have to make sure we extend <laughs> this out because we have Tommy who thinks he can at some point in time, beat our show time, our episode time. But um, what, what he doesn't understand is I knew that this show was going to be very epic. I knew that we'd have a lot to talk about. Um, I knew we'd be jumping around a lot because, because with Matt, with you and with, with mess myself, we've all experienced a lot of different things in life. We've done a lot of things in life. Tony, you just uh, said how many cities you you've lived in in the last 10 or 12 years. Is that correct? How many cities was it? It's, it's well, I got that. It's eight. It's uh, eight and twelve. Eight and twelve. Eight and twelve years. Eight and twelve years. So, I mean, I, you've got a, a <laughs> lot of knowledge about about how not to choose two men in a truck or a, a moving company. Just, well, why'd you give me the side eye? Why'd you look, side look, eye? All, all I'm saying, I think now that I take a step back and think about it, that says more about my wife than it does about me. Like I have someone that loves, that loves me. Oh. <laughs> oh, and you do as well. Perfect timing. Ding, 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 ding. Hell yeah. Yes. Yes. Hell yeah. Yes. Ice cubes. <laughs> there you go. Chicken wings. What? Oh wow. <laughs> so she, okay, okay, peppermint Maddie, you got one. And a I dog here following. I, I can tell y'all. Don't don't wait for anything on this side. That is not happening. <laughs> the, the, the moves were enough. The the fact that she's moved with me without right questions. right. Like she she's she's a ride or die. She's she's amazing. She hey. Hey, you look like an ass now, don't you? You she pulled that stone on you to make you look like an absolute fool and it's working. And she's got a black belt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what what all of us didn't see or hear was her whispering, you pull a fucking stunt like that again, boy. I'll tell you what. Well, that's exactly what happened. When she kissed, she said it over here and continued over here when she kissed me on this side. She ain't slick, <laughs> she ain't slick at all. If I don't like dear aunt, that is exactly what was exchanged. That, you know that's what went down. You know that's what went down. Oh, all right. So, so let me ask, and, and this is this is good. Uh, especially for you, Rick. Uh, see, I, I don't know. I can't 
I can't refer to you as anything but DJ Sweat anymore, but Oh, so good. That's all good. It's all good. That's you, my hype man right down there. That's my hype man in the clubs back well, in the day. Yeah, I, 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 I'm aware, a man that wears many hats. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> so, so, so you're so entrenched in music. Let me ask this question, starting with you, Mr. DJ Sweat. If you could have a okay. theme song, what would it be? What's your theme song? Is closing it uh, summertime? <laughs> no, I'm not. Listen, I ain't gonna get any further than that. But <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch! My school would be time because when I'm done DJing at every freaking party, by the time I'm done, there's so many drunks that have gotten on my nerves all night and all day long. I just want it to be over. So my my theme song would be closing time. I'm always ready for it to be over, but. Well, on a positive like I would have to say, honestly, because I am all about family. I love my family and my extended family. I'm going to go with the old 70s. We are family, Sister Ooh. Sledge. I know, huh? I know it's I like very that. cliche, but it it really is. That's what that's what that's what we're all about. We're all about family and and togetherness, you know. Which is why I also said again, Matt. <laughs> that I appreciate you hiring us to be your, your DJs for your wedding because it's family, right? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Shit ain't free, though. Absolutely. <laughs> Don't I know it. You charged me double. Isn't that bullshit? Yeah. <laughs> well, I know, hey, I, I know Kathy and, and Kathy and Mike are paying for it, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> He's got deep, Mike's got deep pockets. Uh, doesn't he, though? Doesn't he though? Yeah. And guess what? Guess what? He won't. He won't pay for anything for the podcast. Isn't that some bullshit or what? Look, I love your shameless plug with 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 fundraising. In fact, like that's when I was sitting in the in the back room, I heard you guys going on a spill without you were trying to raise some money, in, in a very uh, <laughs> passive aggressive way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. So y'all need some dough. Y'all need some dough. <laughs> There's some traveling mics that we need. There's some other things okay. that we need. Okay. We need, yeah, we need. So we, itemizing it. Maybe, maybe you get some donations. Okay. I, uh, actually, I, I did get some traveling equipment just today. So we're... I, I don't know what I'm going to exactly refer to. Uh, yeah, that's a clean look. I uh, yeah. I don't know exactly what it's going to be referred to yet. However, Rod and I on weekends are going to start working together a little bit. So idiots on a truck, we might have, we might uh, chime in a few idiots on a, in a truck episodes just because we got to drive down to Cincinnati and back together. So we might be, might be doing some uh, mobile recording on those days it's not going to be live like this setup is however uh some additional content which while while we're doing shameless plugs um we're not we're not available just on on live <laughs> i got I, I got a plug for it. everything man don't you worry <laughs> um uh, we're not just available on live, you know, Facebook live, YouTube live. We run on Twitch as well. We don't get a ton of interaction on Twitch, but we just like to offer it up there. 
Uh, we are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Google Podcasts. When we kicked this thing off, we were a audio-only podcast. So uh, wherever normal people listen to their podcasts, that's kind of our, our, our motto here at Idiots on a Mic. It's not exactly a business, uh, but we call it, when we, we refer to it here at Idiots on a Mic, like it's uh, Idiots on a Mic, LLC. Idiots on a Mic, uh, Inc. Uh, Idiots on a Mic. Right. We're just, Whatever. we're just, it, it we're, just a, we're not necessarily a business, but we can be <laughs> <laughs> for the right price, right? For the right price. Exactly. Exactly. Um, uh, but we're available on all the plat on the, so you, do you travel a lot for work? Do you, uh, pre pandemic? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. I got you. I got you. See, I, me personally, I travel a lot for work. I know on occasion, uh dj sweat in the house travels when when he needs to take pictures of himself working so people know that he actually does shit hey he'll go hey, out every I now and then i have do a thing or two time. i have traveled <laughs> i have traveled halfway around the world 13 and a half years i've done my time <laughs> so um we've been given permission you heard it here folks uh the bachelor bachelor party money that was given to us we're able to spend that on on the podcast so i like ursula's suggestion so um where, where, where's that taking place and when right uh, yeah we're going somewhere remote we're getting the cabin we're we're sucking down as many cheap beers as we possibly can that's that's what we do here uh we're we're still and this is going to be a beautiful transition once we do our marathon episode if we want to talk about that shameless marketing we've been talking yeah, let's about go ahead. let's go ahead and talk about that because i so, believe i believe i believe we have a talker i'm coming right back you guys keep it going i believe going. we have a talker who can be on that show if it's a 24 if we do 24 hours whatever it is we've got the guy right there Thank you for tuning in with us for the part one of episode 40. Tune in for part two. We'll see you on the other side. Cheers.